Today is May the 10th. Welcome to A Lamp and a Light. I'm Melissa and I am excited about what God has for us today because we're gathering together to read the Word. We're reading the one-year Bible. We're reading in the King James Version and today is going to be a great day of reading. He has got so much for us today, so much for us to feed on, so much for us to glean so much for us to fill our hearts and ourselves with. So Lord, we just come before you today and we thank you for your word. We thank you that we can gather together in this way to read your word, to be encouraged by your word, to be corrected by your word, and to be loved by you through the reading of your word, God. We give you the glory, honor, and praise for everything you'll do today in Jesus' precious name, amen. First Samuel 8, 1 through nine twenty seven, And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judges over Israel. Now the name of his firstborn was Joel, and the name of his second, Abia. They were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walked not in his ways, but turned aside after lucre, and having bribes and perverted judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered against them together, and came to Samuel unto Ramah, and said unto him, Behold, thou art old, and thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing, thing displeased Samuel when they said, Give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. According to all the works which they have done since the day I brought them up out of Egypt, even unto this day wherewith they have forsaken me and served other gods, so do they also unto thee. Now therefore hearken unto their voice, howbeit yet protest solemnly unto them, and show them the manner of the king that shall reign over them. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him a king, And he said, This will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen. And some shall run before his chariots. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties, and will set them to ear his ground, and to reap his harvest, and to make his instruments of war and instruments of his chariots. And he will take your daughters and be confectionaries, to be cooks and to be bakers, And he will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards, even the best of them, and give them to his servants. And he will take the tenth of your seed and of your vineyards and give to your officers, his officers, and to his servants. And he will take your men servants and your maid servants and your goodliest young men and your asses and put them to his work. He will take the tenth of your sheep and ye shall be his servants. And ye shall cry out in that day because of your king, which ye shall have chosen you. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, Nay, but we will have a king over us, that we may also be like all the nations, and that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said to Samuel, Hearken unto their voice and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, Go ye every man unto his city. Now there was a man of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of Zeor, the son of Bechoroth, the son of Abba, Apaha, the son 
a Benjamite, a mighty man of power. And he had a son whose name was Saul, a choice young man and a goodly. And there was not among the children of Israel a goodlier person than he. From his shoulders and upward he was higher than any of the people. And the asses of Kish, Saul's father, were lost. And Kish said to Saul, his son, Take now one of the servants with thee, and arise, and go seek the asses. And he passed through Mount Ephraim, and passed through the land of Shalisha, that they found them not. Then they passed through the land of Shalem, and there they were not. And he passed through the land of Benjamites, but they found them not. And when they were come to the land of Zuf, Saul said to his servants that was with him, Come, and let us return, lest my father leave, carrying for the asses, and take thought for us. And he said unto them, Behold now, there is this city, a man in this city a man of God, and he is an honorable man. All that he saith cometh surely to pass. Now let us go thither. Peradventure he can show us our way that we should go. Then said Saul to his servant, But behold, if we go, what shall we bring the man? For the bread is spent in our vessels, and there is not a present to bring to the man of God. What have we? And the servant answered Saul again and said, Behold, I have here at hand the fourth part of a shekel of silver that will I give to the man of God to tell us our way. Before time in Israel, when a man went to inquire of God, thus he spake, Come and let us go to the seer. For he that is now called a prophet was before time called a seer. Then said Saul to his servant, Well said, Come, let us go. So they went into the city where the man of God was. And as they went up to the hill of the city, they found young maidens going out to draw water and said unto them, Is the seer here? And they answered them and said, He is, behold, he is before you. Make haste now, for he came today to the city. For there is a sacrifice of the people today in the high place. As soon as ye come into the city, ye shall straightway find him before he go up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he come because he doth bless the sacrifice, and afterwards they eat that be bidden. Now therefore get you up, for about this time ye shall find him. And they went up into the city, and when they were come into the city, behold, Samuel came out against them for to go up to the high place. Now the Lord had told Samuel in his ear a day before Saul came, saying, Tomorrow about this time I will send thee a man out of the land of Benjamin, and thou shalt anoint him to be the captain over my people Israel, that he may save my people out of the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon my people, because their cry is come unto me. And when Samuel saw Saul, the Lord said unto him, Behold, the man whom, whom I spake of thee, uh, to thee of, this same shall reign over my people. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate, and said, Tell me, I pray thee, where is the seer's house? And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me unto the high place, for ye shall eat with me today, and tomorrow I will let thee go, and will tell thee all that that is in thine heart. And as for thine asses that were lost three days ago, set not thy mind on them, for they are found. And on whom is all the desire of Israel? Is it not on thee and on all thy father's house? And Saul answered and said, Am not I a Benjamite of the smallest of the tribes of Israel, and my family the least of all the families of the tribe of the Benjamin? Wherefore then speakest thou so to me? And Samuel took Saul and his servant and brought them into the parlor and made them sit 
in the chiefest place among them that were bidden, which were about thirty persons. And Samuel said unto the cook, Bring the portion which I give thee, of which I said unto thee, set it by thee. And the cook took up the shoulder, and that which was upon it, and set it before Saul. And Samuel said, Behold, that which is left, set it before thee, and eat. For unto this time hath it been kept for thee, since I said, I have invited the people. So Saul did eat with Samuel that day. And when they were come down from the high places into the city, Samuel communed with Saul upon the top of the house. And they arose early, and it came to pass about the spring of the day that Samuel called Saul to the top of the house, saying, Up, that I may send thee away. And Saul arose, and they went out both of them, he and Samuel, abroad. And as they were going down to the end of the city, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant pass on before us. And he passed on. But stand thou still a while, that I may show thee the word of God. John six twenty two through 42 The day following, when the people which stood on the other side of the sea saw that there was none other boat there, save that one whereinto his disciples were entered, and that Jesus went not with his disciples into the boat, but that his disciples were gone away alone, howbeit there came other boats from Tiberias nigh unto the place where they did eat bread, after that the Lord had given thanks. When the people therefore saw that Jesus was not there, neither his disciples, they also took shipping and came to Capernaum seeking for Jesus. And when they had found him on the other side of the sea, they said unto him, Rabbi, when comest thou hither? Jesus answered them and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Ye seek me, not because ye saw the miracles, but because ye did eat the loaves and were filled. Labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life, which the Son of God shall give unto you. For him hath God the Father sealed. Then said they unto him, What shall we do that we might work the works of God? Jesus answered and said unto them, This is the work of God, that ye believe on him who he hath sent. They said therefore unto him, What sign showest thou then, that we may see and believe thee? What, what, what doest thou work? Our fathers did eat man in the desert, as it is written, He gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven, and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto you, that ye also have seen me, and believe not. All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that all of which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that every one which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at that day. Then the Jews murmured at him, because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And they said, Is not this Jesus the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? 
How is it then that he has that he saith, I came down from heaven? Psalm one hundred six thirty two through forty eight. They angered him also at the waters of strife, so that it went well with Moses for their sakes, because they provoked his spirit, so that he spake unadvisedly with his lips. They did destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them, but were mingling among the heathen and learned their works. And they served their idols, which were a snare unto them. Yea, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils, and shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan, and the land was polluted with blood. Thus were they defiled with their own works, and went a-whoring with their own inventions. Therefore was the wrath of God kindled against his people, insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. He gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. Their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Many times did he deliver them, but they provoked him with their counsel, and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, he regarded their affliction when they cried, when he heard their cry, and he remembered for them his covenant, and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. He made them also to be pitied of all those that cared, carried them captive. Save us, O Lord our God, and gather us from among the heathen, to give thanks unto thy holy name, and to triumph in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs fourteen thirty four through 35 Righteousness exalteth a nation but sin is a reproach to any people. The king's favor is toward a wise servant, but his wrath is against him that causes shame. We read in the Old Testament today, in the book of Samuel, that the people, they knew that Samuel was getting old and his sons weren't following in his father's ways. The people had been living peacefully. And you know, sometimes when we're living peacefully for long periods of time, we take our peace for granted. And I think that that is what the children of Israel were doing. They took their that peace for granted. They saw that Samuel's sons weren't following his ways. So there was probably change coming toward them. And they told Samuel that they wanted a king. They wanted a king because they wanted to be like the other nations. It, it upset Samuel. He did not like that they wanted a king. And what did he do? He did what he should have done. He prayed to the Lord. And the Lord told Samuel uh, to hearken unto the voice of the people, that they have continually fought against the Lord. They have continually disobeyed and not honored the Lord and not served the Lord. And they want to serve other gods. So give them what they ask for. However, Samuel tell them what it's going to be like. Tell them the kind of king that they're going to get. And Samuel tells the people of Israel all of what the Lord has said, that the king will come in and he will take their sons and daughters and their sons and daughters will serve him and he'll appoint them into places, but they will be servants of his. He will take their daughters and make them his cooks. He will take their sons and make them his warriors and his captains and they'll run before him. Everything that they do will be done for him. 
and he'll take their fields and their vineyards and their olive yards. He'll take all their land. He'll take the best and give to his people. He'll take it from them, the things that they had, and he will give it to his officers and his servants. He'll take their cattle, their livestock, their harvest, whatever they have, he'll take part of it and he'll take the best part of it and he'll give it to himself and those that surround him. The Bible says that the people heard this and they refused to obey the voice of Samuel, They, which meant they were refusing to avoid um, to obey the voice of the Lord. They were getting a king. And Samuel tells them, go every person to his own city. He tells them to depart. And then when we come into the next chapter of Samuel, we are introduced to a young man, a goodly man, it said. And that was a man named Saul. And we'll get into that story later. But that that story just struck me. because I think because of where... Sometimes we see our nation going. This is the nation of the United States of America. And this broadcast is heard all over the world. But I live in the United States of America. So this touched my heart today that here was a people that wanted something. They wanted somebody to rule over them so that this person could take care of them. And don't we see that a lot today? And then we get down to uh, our reading in Proverbs. And the Proverbs 14.34 says, Righteousness exalteth a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. If we want to our nation to survive as, as a godly nation, we ourselves have to be righteous because righteousness exalteth a nation. And where does righteousness begin? It begins in your heart. And it begins in my heart. It's not going to happen in a nation as a whole until people of the nation as a whole start having righteousness in their hearts. So, Lord, we come before you today and we ask you, Lord, look into our hearts, Lord. Expose our hearts. Show us, Lord. Show us the things in our heart that is not righteous, that we may be a part of the righteousness of a nation that you will exalt our nation once again, Lord, that you will bless our nation because we, have, we, because we are a righteous people. We pray for a great revival of righteousness to come into our, our land, God. I pray, God, that conviction comes not only in our own hearts, but in our churches, in our families, Lord, in our communities, Lord, in our states, and in our nation. We, we will give you the glory and the honor and the praise for everything you do, Lord. We ask you, Lord, today to help our nation to come into a revival, draw us into that conviction that that will draw us into repentance, God, and that we may be a righteous people. We'll give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise. In Jesus' holy and precious name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.